0: Did you know that eating flavanol-rich dark chocolate may be a promising tool for managing cognitive decline? Studies from Columbia and other research centers show the real cognitive benefits of daily cocoa-flavanol consumption. Benefits like improvements in executive cognitive function... Processing speed, working memory, and mood were observed in studies where participants consumed 500 to 900 milligrams of cocoa flavanols daily. I searched high and low for cocoa products that deliver meaningful amounts of healthful flavanols with great flavor and minimal sugar. I'm thrilled to have found Flava Naturals. Flava Naturals performance dark chocolate bars and cocoa powder deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate. Their secret is sourcing premium, high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to help promote healthy brain function. I use it every day. To order, just go to Flavanaturals.com. That's Flavanaturals.com. There, you can read about the science behind cocoa flavanols and get great recipes, too. That's Flavanaturals.com.
1: Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Layla Mewden. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist. And guess what? It's National Nutrition Month. March is National Nutrition Month. So I want to talk to you about, hey, nutrition. Important things for you to think about, to take stock of, to take heed of. And by the way, I love your questions and topics of interest. You can email me to questions at drhoffman.net. That is questions at drhoffman.net. So March is National Nutrition Month. And this is an opportunity to bring you more information on nutrition and health. It's time to take stock of your eating habits and see where there may be room for improvement so let's start in the kitchen let's start with food prep do you have everything you need to make cooking easy and pleasurable maybe your knives need sharpening there's nothing as dangerous as a dull knife by the way to hurt yourself with And it makes chopping or doing anything besides dangerous, a complete bore, completely aggravating and frustrating and irritating. Look around your kitchen and make sure you've got good tools for food prep. And maybe that means you need to sharpen your knives, get a knife sharpener. If you don't have the proper knives, invest in some good quality knives Maybe you need cutting boards. Maybe your cutting boards are old or they're chipped or there are too many, uh, many kind of holes and, and, and lesions in your cutting boards and they need to be replaced. So think about replacing your cutting boards. Take an inventory of all of your kitchen utensils. And see what else you may need. Maybe you need a better vegetable peeler. Do you hate peeling your vegetables? Get a better peeler. Maybe you need a colander. You know, sometimes you have an old colander that doesn't let all the water out or the bottom. Or maybe you need a garlic crusher. Maybe you don't have a garlic crusher. Maybe you need a microplane to help you to grate that garlic or that onion And as you're looking around your kitchen, store these in an area so they're within arm's reach of the area of the counter where you actually prep your food, right? There's a a method to the madness of how kitchens are designed. You want to think about where you prep your food and having those things available around you, having those tools available at your reach. Now... How about your, your appliances? Are you using a small food chopper when you may be better off using a larger food processor? Because that could cut down significantly on your prep time. It may be time for an upgrade. Look around for sales, right? Think about investing in a better chopper for your food prep. And then take a look inside the fridge. Is everything in your fridge organized so you could see exactly what's there? Are there any science projects lurking about in the back of the refrigerator that you forgot about? When was the last time you check the expiration dates on those jars of olives, your jars of capers, your mayonnaise, your mustard, your horseradish sitting in the refrigerator door? They don't last forever you know and while you're at it clean out your produce compartment those produce drawers at the bottom of your fridge now on to the pantry before we go on to the pantry when you're looking inside the fridge make sure the food is arranged in a way that you could see everything front to back you don't have to look behind that head of iceberg lettuce or that pot of stew arrange your food in a way that you know what you have on hand immediately and you know what you'll take out, reheat for dinner. You know what you'll take out and prepare when you're home, you know, from work that day. You'll know what you have immediately on your way to the grocery store. So, onto the pre- onto the pantry. Let's tackle the spice rack. Is there anything missing or running low? That you know you're going to be out of just as you're cooking your next meal. Like I already have on my list black pepper and cumin. I am low on those. Hey, I'm also low on rosemary. So those are already on my list as I'm coming down to the last few tablespoons of those particular spices. Because I use them often. So look at the pantry. Look at your spice rack. There is nothing more critical to that pot of chili stew or soup or curry that you're making if you're out of those spices that you know make or break that meal. Make or break the the, the flavors of that meal you're prepping. You, You literally have to stop everything and run out to the grocery store. Make sure you check all those things. Inventory that spice rack. And while you're at it, You know those spices don't last forever and ever. Some people have spices for years. You need to check the expiration dates on all of your spices. And while you're at it, check the expiration dates on all the canned and packaged goods that you have in the cupboards. Check the larder. This is important. You want to check the expiration dates on everything. And make sure they're organized in a way that they're visible and easy to reach, even go so far as to organize them in order of expiration. Maybe you've got a can of beans, two cans of beans and one's gonna expire sooner than the other. Put the one that's gonna expire sooner in the front of the the one that's gonna expire later so that you know you're using it first. And I know, I'm using cans of beans as an example. They often have expiration dates for for years. Like, I just bought a couple of cans uh, that, that don't expire until the year 2026, but it's good to check now and again. And I know I'll be using them long before, long before that, in my next pot of chili or soup or stew. Make sure that all of these things in the cupboards are visible and easy to reach. And you know... There's a method to storing your dishes in your glassware, typically near the sink or near the dishwasher if you have one. It makes it easy. You know, the dishwasher makes filling and emptying your dishwasher easier. You want to put, you know, as you're emptying the dishwasher, you want to be able to put it in the cupboard nearest to the dishwasher. That could be your dishes, your bowls for soup, right? Right maybe some of your serving ware and also the pots and pans somewhere between the dishwasher and your stove your oven the pots and pans cups and mugs you want to keep close to the beverage station whether it's your coffee maker your tea kettle your water dispenser my water dispenser is in my refrigerator actually so things like that so these are some tips and tricks for National Nutrition Month. And remember, it's all about eating better. So now that I've talked about arranging your kitchen, your pantry, your fridge, for ease of use in food preparation and cooking, let's tackle grocery shopping. I wanna tell you, the biggest complaint I hear from most people is the lack of time For any food prep, including shopping for groceries. So here are some tips. Decide that you're going to go food shopping only one day of the week. Typically, this is done on the day you're running errands, likely on the days that you're not working. For most people, that's a weekend, right? Sometimes it's the day, like, if you shop exclusively at certain grocery stores, Maybe you're checking out their weekly circulars. That's always a great idea. Uh, I shop a lot at my local Lidl supermarket, which is closer to me because, you know, of inflation and stuff. Lidl and Aldi, Aldi stores, Aldi and Lidl stores, I really, really use them. I really go to town on those two particular supermarkets because they offer a lot of organic produce and meats and chicken and all of that, I take full advantage of that. I know here, I'm in, I'm in Long Island City, Queens in New York City. My local key foods, I mean the prices of organic chicken and meat, they, they are astounding. I really try to make a once a week shopping. I do a once a week shop shopping at my local Lidl store. I always look at the circular to see what's on sale. If they've got organic avocados on sale, I am stocking up all of that produce, meats, all of it, frozen stuff. So I look at all of that. Decide to do your food shopping one day a week, get it done. But think about the ingredients that you're gonna need for the meals that you're gonna be prepping for the week ahead. This is where actually doing a meal plan is helpful. And a lot of people, and this is really, really smart, for those on a really strict budget, They plan their meals around what's on sale. They check that weekly circular from their nearby stores. If there are certain foods on sale, they are meal planning around it. You know, if organic chicken is on sale that week or two for one on your one pound organic ground beef, that's a big one. I will go buy six pounds of ground beef. I will decide I'm making meatloaf or meatballs, burgers, Based on that particular sale. This is how you could save. Inflation is real. We are all feeling the pinch, right? And keep a shopping list. Think about the ingredients you're going to need for the meals you're going to be prepping for the meal ahead, for the week ahead. Make a list. I never go grocery shopping without a list and never, ever go shopping when you're hungry. Don't go shopping an hour before lunchtime. You're still gonna be shopping and you're gonna be hungry and you're gonna go get stuff that you know you probably shouldn't indulge in. Eat a good meal. Have your list ready. Take a brief look in your pantry, your fridge. Make sure your spice rack, all of that. Make sure all the things are on your list. Make sure you've got, you've taken stock of whatever's in your freezer so you're not buying a third chuck roast, right? When you've already had one. In the freezer that you could take out right you want to make sure is there anything already that you have on hand that you have on the list you want to check your pantry in your freezer you don't want to bring home an additional chuck roast when you've got one in the freezer that you know you should use first and that's the way to do it if you've brought home a chuck roast and you've got one in the freezer take the one in the freezer out unless you're making it right then and there okay But remember, for next time, that you've already got one in the freezer. Let the one that was in the freezer, when you're thawing it out, you wanna put it on the bottom shelf of the refrigerator so that while it's thawing, any juices that might leak out of it aren't contaminating other foods. That's why you never wanna thaw your frozen protein on the top shelves or the middle shelf of the freezer, always on the bottom go the extra mile and put it in a bowl or a big serving dish so any juices that may leak from that chuck roast, from that chicken, right? Or the frozen seafood is going directly into the dish and not all over the other food in your fridge and contaminating everything else that's in the refrigerator. This is a rule for safely thawing any Raw meat, poultry, or seafood, always, always, always on the bottom shelf. Now, at the store, your local farmer's market, pick the freshest produce you can find. For example, broccoli should have a dark blue hue. You've heard me talk about broccoli, right? When you The dark blue hue on your broccoli says it's truly fresh. Not just a medium green, any yellow around the edges of your broccoli florets indicates that it's old. When you're choosing fruit, the heaviness of the fruit, your oranges, your grapefruits, their melon, the heaviness signal their juiciness. The asparagus tips should not be straggly or shabby looking, you know, the leaves should be all together on your asparagus tips, right? And when you get home, clean your hearty greens, your lettuces, your chard, your collards, your escarole, your dandelion. You want to clean all this ahead of time to remove the sand, the soil, all of that. Rinse them well, dry them well before putting them away. And this is one less thing to do when you're ready to prep and cook your meals for the week. You know, You don't want to come home and say, oh, wow, I've got to clean all this lettuce before I can make that big salad. When it's all ready to go, you don't have to rinse them again. You've already done that. You could simply take them out, arrange them in your bowl or big serving platter, make your salad. That's what you want to do. So, this is all a reminder to eat healthy. All year long. And the biggest obstacles to healthy eating that most of my clients and patients complain of are time pressures and inconvenience. Who wants to cook meals every day? Hey, I don't. I don't come home every night and cook a meal. I sure don't. I, and I would resent that because sometimes it's late. Your busy lifestyle doesn't have to sabotage your healthy eating habits. Whether your eating plan is geared towards weight loss or a therapeutic diet for a medical condition, just a little bit of planning can really go a long way and make things easier for you to stay on track, to stay on program. So instead of cooking dinner every night, try batch cooking. Cook two or three different meals. In large portions say maybe on a Sunday or a Saturday so you'll have meals and leftovers for lunch and dinner the next three days then batch cook again on a Wednesday or a Thursday so that you'll have enough meals for the following days if you have more than three days worth of leftovers freeze the rest most foods can be frozen for up to two months. You don't want more than three days worth of leftovers. If you've got leftovers on day four, that really needs to go in the trash. So eyeball what you've got left and how much you're gonna eat, how much you and your family are gonna eat. And if it's more than three days worth, put the rest in individual portions if you're able to, in the freezer. So while you're batch cooking, your lunches and your dinners, don't forget about breakfast. Hard boil some eggs so you can have them ready and waiting for you in the fridge. You don't necessarily want to get up and cook your breakfast every morning. Maybe you're running out the door. So make sure you've got some hard-boiled eggs available. Also cook up a batch of breakfast sausage so you have some variety. So all you've got to do is heat it in the morning. And remember, that breakfast food need not, need not just be eggs or sausage or bacon. That will get boring fast if this is what you're eating every day for breakfast. Have some leftover cold poached salmon over a bed of greens or avocado slices. Or maybe you'll have some sardines or baby mackerel or some lox or something. But the sardines, the, the baby mackerel with some mustard, chopped onions, cucumbers, Maybe you're going to eat that leftover lamb chop from dinner last night. Heat that up. Or alternatively, try a handful of nuts and seeds, maybe pumpkin sunflower seeds, with a piece of fruit when you're in a hurry. Think outside the breakfast cereal box. I love having avocado on hand. I will... Cut an avocado in, ha- uh, in half, a small Haas avocado. If the avocado is really, really small, I'll eat the whole thing. I'll sprinkle it with some good quality salt, some lime juice. I'll eat that with a spoon. I might eat a few pecans alongside of that. Or I might slice up that avocado, put it on my leftover salad that I had last night or yesterday at lunch. Right? I might eat a hard-boiled egg, or if I don't have any, I'm eating that avocado. It's very filling. And now, if you're extremely busy, or you balk at the idea of cooking at all, you can always consider a meal delivery service. Better still, if you have the resources, hire a personal chef. Hire one. However, if you eat out most of the time for convenience and as long as you're choosing good quality restaurants and not fast food, you could still make healthy choices. Keep in mind that restaurant meals are often served on platters. Those plates and platters are much bigger than your standard home dinnerware. Really take a look at it next time you're out and eyeball your dinnerware at home. There will be a difference in most cases. If this is the case at your local favorite, that the, the, the dish is simply too big, decide that you'll only eat about two-thirds of your meal and doggy bag the rest for breakfast or lunch tomorrow. Hey, if it's the right portion and you're going to eat it all at your local favorite restaurant, order another entree to go so that you've got leftovers for the next day think about that. That's a pretty easy fix. So with a little bit of planning, maintaining your healthy eating habits can be nearly effortless, not to mention delicious. Stay tuned next week. I'm going to talk more about National Nutrition Month. I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Ways In. This is Intelligent Medicine.
0: Reinvest in your wellness goals this spring with savings on supplements. March 14th and 15th only, I'll be offering 10% off all products in my online full script supplement dispensary. March 14th, and 15th, two days only, get 10% off and free shipping on my entire inventory of top supplements at DRHoffmanStore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere, the very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. It's the safest and most convenient way to purchase my curated supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast, free shipping and optional refill reminders via text or email. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. It's safe, secure, and includes world-class customer service. Just go to DeerhoffmanStore.com for 10% off and free shipping for two days only, March 14th and 15th. That's DeerhoffmanStore.com. drhoffmanstore.com.
1: This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your healthcare.